Hey, what's up, you guys? Welcome to the Players Club, a podcast by the players for the people. Whether it's your first time joining us or you've been here for every episode, this is episode seven, and I'm your host, Darian Richard. Yeah, welcome to week seven of the Players Club. I'm really excited about this week. I got one of my really good friends, a fellow super senior here at Clemson, the quarterback of our defense, Jamie Skousen, coming on to join us. And also, guys, he's our first defensive guest. So it's going to be good to hear from the other side of the ball, get some different perspective. Uh, so really excited about that coming up soon. Uh, and like always, get to you guys' questions. One of my favorite parts of the show is always like kind of our interaction, our connection, you know? But first, recapping the week like we always do. Uh, we, had a, we had a bye week, so we're off last weekend. I got to relax, watch a bunch of football, and what a week of college football it was. This that was this was a weekend where you realize why college football is probably the best sport in the world because it's so unpredictable and it's so entertaining, so exciting to watch. And so it was really cool. I actually forgot I was a college football player this weekend. I'm sitting on my couch and I'm just like, it's because it's so different. Like, like watching things on TV and then obviously living in the moment. I'm like. Cause you're like looking at these people like, dang, I'll do this every side. Like I'm on TV and but I, cause I know my thoughts when I'm on the sideline and then I also see like, I wonder what these guys are thinking or doing. And I'm like, I do this every weekend. So it's kind of weird. Uh, I forgot I was a college football player cause I didn't, we weren't playing this weekend. Uh, but this weekend, crazy. Um, obviously the biggest story of the weekend was Alabama loss. And I think it just really shows um, just like prime example, our team right now, they're like, man, winning is hard. And nobody is invincible from losing um, if you don't come with your A game and come prepared for a team to give you their best shot if you're a premier team. And so obviously them going down, uh, it, it did give us a little hope. I mean, it was just, it was just good to see somebody else feel some of the struggles we're feeling because we're, I mean, we're playing well, we're a really good team. But at the same time, like in the games like that, like you're on the road, like it comes down to a few plays and they play well, just not good enough to win. And that's kind of, I feel like, a couple games for us this season that we've lost is like we played good enough but not good enough to win and so yeah i can't wait to see what the rest of the season holds the crazy crazy season and the craziest one I'm, I'm sure will continue this this the theme of this year is just unpredictable like nobody knows what's going on and i feel like the way it's going to end is going to be the same way it's been going unpredictable so i can't wait to see how it's going to end but we're back uh this weekend uh once obviously bye weekend's weird uh because you're off but then we play a Friday night game. I'm super excited. Friday night lights. I haven't played on a Friday um, in a long time, actually, because we usually play these games on Thursday nights. So it's the first time I played on Friday night, probably since high school. And so back at uh, back in the action, play Syracuse up at the Carrier Dome, which is always a cool place to go play because it's all this noise, hot air, breath, and everything trapped into this little vacuum of a, of a dome <laughs> but so it's, it's really cool um it's always exciting to go play there long way from home get to travel there's really nothing in syracuse i mean i don't know whatever goes to hotels kind of whatever but excited to go play excited to get back in the fight and kind of we're coming we're coming out of this like this first half of the season kind of like trying to put that behind us and just really go be who we feel like we know we're, we know we are so trying to Learn from all the mistakes and kind of double down all the good we've done and make this make this run because people think about September, but everybody remembers November. And so we're trying to make this this stretch, make this run and see what happens for us this season as we try to battle back from some of, some of the adversity. Then obviously, like always, like next week, I'll recap how the game went and we'll touch on everything that happened uh, in college football. But coming up next, like I said, really excited to have this guy on, my good friend, my brother, Jamie Skowski.
episode seven here at the Players Club. Uh, really excited to have my guests on. Uh, this is a guy who's built me every step of the way. Super glad he came back to be a super senior with me. Uh, the quarterback of our defense, my brother, uh, Jamie Skowski. What's up, bro? What's up, man? Happy to be here, dude. For sure. Glad to have you on. Just uh, for the record, this is historic night here at the Players Club. Um, this is our first defensive guest. Had a lot of guys on, but first defensive guy. So uh, excited to have you on, bro. Rep, rep another side of the ball. Yeah, give you a little different perspective here, so. Indeed, bro. And just starting off the back. So context, me and Jamie are both super seniors. We kind of all gave each other that name. Uh, coming back for our sixth season here at Clemson. Uh, we've been a part of a crazy ride. Um, and now trying to see what's, how we're going to finish this thing out. But, bro, I know for me, my decision was, what made you come back for your last year? You know, of course, we didn't end like we wanted this last season. And, you know, anyone can say what they want to say about how we're going this year. But I, mean, I think when you're in a place like Clemson, you truly have to be here to understand what it has to offer. And uh, man, you just really can't turn down some of the things they do have to offer, you know, as far as the people and just bettering yourself as a person and then more and, and a football player, too. So no matter how you look at it, in my opinion, it's, it was a win win regardless. So I just, and then I just love being a part of this program. I love being at this place. I couldn't say no. Yeah, we fall in the same boat, bro. It's a special place. And, like, we've been there the longest, and it really is it's the people to make the place. Like, everything about it. Um, and, obviously, people leave, people go, people come, people go. But, like, it's special, man. Um, and on that same line, so coming back for your sixth year, uh, if anybody follows you, they know you got potential to play the next level. Uh, you've had a great college career. But how close were you to leaving? Like, for the people out there, how close were you leaving last year to go to the league? And what was that decision process like? Dude, going into last season – I was like, I was out of there. I was gone. Uh, I forgot to mention, I, I tore my groin last year too, you know, missed a, a lot of the year. Yeah. Had surgery. Uh, and that was really frustrating. So even like going into uh, the off season, I, I didn't feel like I was going to be fully ready to like showcase what I could fully do, you know? So, but I, man, we were out the door, man. I mean, I mean Nolan's you know, down in the room right now. We were out, out the door right. ready to go. And, um, and life happens, you know, and here we are. Here we are yet again. Just yesterday we were, me and you were true freshmen running up the hill because we couldn't take part in the team bro, conditioning I, yet. I know. Back from injury. <laughs> you remember that? You remember that, man? I do. I do, bro. Look, down memory lane, uh, we both came in together back in 2016. And I was walking on. I wasn't on a team yet. And he was hurt. And I was just kind of sneaking into the workouts way back when. So, yeah, literally when I say we've been in here, yeah, they wouldn't let me. They wouldn't let me do conditioning yet. And so me and Rich, I remember we were sitting in the locker room, and all them, all the guys were running. We we're like, let's go, let's go up to the hill by ourselves. So I remember me and you, just me and you, doing the same thing they just did without without any of the coaches or trainers knowing because they couldn't know. But long journey since. Yeah, so who would have knew it? It's, it's played out pretty good, man. We had a we've had a great run, bro. Great ride. Um, nothing I want to hit on. So quarterback of our defense. And there's a guy who I'm about to reference that if anybody had knows as much about him, it has to be you or Ben Bulware. But I'll probably say you because you've gotten more years with uh, the man named Coach Venables. But mm -hmm. what makes – obviously people talk about him being a future head coach, maybe, maybe so, one of the greatest defensive coordinators, I would say, in this era of college football. Um, ben has, has made Clemson's defense what it is. You know, he's, a, he's the core of it. What makes Coach Venables Coach Venables? Man – that guy is right here all the time. He's got his guard up. And he's obsessed with the game, like obsessed with it. He loves every bit of it. 
man, I, but I really think, man, he just, he loves proving people wrong or he loves, he just loves winning at all costs. And I mean, it's, it's contagious when you're around him and you just, you want to be the best version of yourself for him, you know? And I, I love, I love playing for that guy. He's been probably the most, you know, special coach in, in my life as far as, you know, getting me to where I am today. For sure. And so people obviously see him getting held back uh, by Coach Smo on the sidelines. You know, so during the games, they see the intensity. They hear all the horror stories. Is there a story <laughs> that comes to your mind? You know what I'm saying? Is there a story that comes to your mind? You've got a bunch of them. I, oh, I see man. them happen in real life at practice. What's a, a story, a moment that comes to your mind when you can put the, the ferociousness, the intensity of Coach Venables into words? God, there's – there's many, some I can't even share, you know. No, yeah, we, we, yeah. You know, it's for plenty. Sure, for sure. But we always joke, man, that he, he's Jekyll and Hyde. You know, one second he's screaming in your face, and the next he's, uh, he's, you know, picking up his daughter from softball practice or going coaching softball practice. And the sweetest man alive, you know. This is not really a story you're talking about how crazy he was. I remember when I was a freshman, I remember I, and I, I got in for a couple reps and I messed up, and he told me, Skowski doesn't get another rep the rest of the practice. Little did I know I wasn't going to take another rep for 10 more weeks. Like, that's how. Like, wow. On, <laughs> yeah. On, how... on your P's and Q's, you got to be, you know, when you want to play for this team and play for that defense, man. Like, it, you, you got to love it. You got to completely buy in. And if you don't, you're not going to see the field. It's that simple. And people are just referencing, like, that is one of the funnier things is, like, getting to be around the coaches and Coach Venables now is, like, and, like, my entire career. So I was on a scout team with them. Uh, I was this running back and he used to, he was proud to have me, but also proud to let me get beat up. So, um, you remember being over there, but just seeing the, the wrath and the intensity, but then you see his like little daughters, like, you know what I'm saying? Coming to after practice and he just turns into a big, like you said, ooey gooey, you know what I'm saying? Like the, 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 per the perfect dad, you like, you see him on a football field. You don't even know this type of like love exists within him. You think it's just all like this dude's crazy, but then you yeah, see his did. daughters and he's like, oh. He flip the flip switch. switch. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp Online Therapy. There's been a huge breakthrough in the stigma around mental health and athletic community. And I personally see a huge benefit in therapy and counseling. We go see the doctor and go to the gym to take care of our bodies to prevent injury and disease. We do chores regularly to avoid a messy house. So going to therapy is just like that. It's routine maintenance for your mental and emotional wellness to prevent bigger issues down the road. BetterHelp is a customized online therapy that offers video and phone and even live chat sessions with your therapist. So you don't even have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to. It's much more affordable than in-person therapy and you can start communicating with your therapist in under 48 hours. So why invest in everything else and not your mind? This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp and the Players Cup listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash TPC. That's B-E-T-T-E-R H-E-L-P.com slash T-P-C. What do you feel like has made you the player you are? Because obviously people have seen like your intensity. You know what I'm saying? that You've kind of like been like Coach Venables on the field. Like what do you feel like makes Jamie Skowski the player he is? Man, I mean, it's maybe a cliche answer, but like I, I think I'm like Venables in that I'm obsessed with it, dude. Like I love everything about it. Like the, the film, the waking up early, the taking care of your body, the, that, you know, the extra conditioning, all of it, you know, that goes into just being good, just being, having a chance on Saturday. You know, I love that. 
I love that. I love the competitive you know, nature of it. And so I'm thankful. I'm thankful the Lord gave me this love for this game because it's opened so many doors for me. But it's got to be that, man, just my, you know, my passion and my love for the sport. Man. It just it's only growing as I get older. It's only getting stronger and stronger. In that same vein, you, you talk about like the like the intensity it takes to play at Clemson. You obviously worked your way up. What did, what did it take for you to, to earn your respect at Clemson? Man, it's, I mean, years and years of you think you walk in here and you think, you know, football, you think, you know, you got it all figured out. You don't know, you don't know crap, man. You don't know anything, but man, it's, it takes a lot of, you, you need a lot of help, man. I remember shout out JD Davis and Ben Bowler, all those guys that, that taught me so much, helped me along the way. And it really took until like my fourth year. Where I really like started figuring out football. I really understanding, you know, the X's and O's and the scheme and really put it together. You know, that was, uh, that was 2019, my fourth year. That was the first year starting. And, uh, yeah, just, you need a lot of help, man. You need, you need everyone in your corner because you can't do it alone. All right. So people see, uh, because the the linebacker position comes like, that's like the, you know, you got to be physical. You got to be, you kind of got to be crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like to a certain extent, like you got to be crazy on blitzes. Uh, I, I hate blocking these guys, but it's part of my job description, uh, because they come in like kamikazes and they got things to do. Bro, what does it take? to play linebacker at this level dude i i think i love the linebacker position so much because you get i mean i would say best of both worlds but it's not even there's like there's more than one world you know there's there's the crazy the physicality of it there's this in space you know and then there's covering people and then there's x's and o's and calling and really truly being a quarterback of the defense i don't think a lot of people realize but i mean it takes takes a lot of a lot of willingness to fail because you're going to a lot uh, to really figure it out. Um, and like you said, you got to be a little crazy. You got to be able to buckle it up and, and you know, get your nose bloody. So as a running back for me, like when I go into pass protection, I just tell myself, I can't say it online, but I tell myself, don't be a, a blank. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I tell yeah, myself, yeah. I, I go to that place. I'm like, don't be a blank. Just figure out how to get this done. Be violent. Be aggressive. And the play will be over. You go to the next play. Hopefully you get the ball next play. For you, walk me through. Walk the people through. When you're going on a blitz, like what is the mental? Because people can't even like, a lot of regular people will never experience, you know what I'm saying, that mental process of like, all right, I'm about to try to go run through somebody's face. Yeah, no, I was, I was, really about, to, I was about to quote Marshawn Lynch for you. Like run through an MFer's face. Like. And of course, there's angles, and yeah, on a certain blitz, I'm t- I'm going to be on this side and that side. Yeah, there's all that. But at the end of the day, it's as simple as I got to run through someone's face, and that's football, really, man. So there you go, people. Um, you, if you're ever in a position, you want to get go to that place, run through somebody's face, bro. So all to say, you're a linebacker. You know what I'm saying? Probably will go down as one of the best linebackers to come through Clemson, which is a great thing to say. Uh, coming back this year, our defense has been amazing. How does it feel? to see like a lot of young guys, everybody come together, like the defense be what it is, like one of the top defenses in the country. How do you feel like leading the charge? I feel it's great, dude. I mean, we got a lot of, we're super talented to begin with, you know, when you got the guys we got up front and, and in the back and everywhere, you know, you just got to be committed to, to knowing what to do. And uh, we got a lot of guys that do that. We got a lot of experience. You know, I got my bruised brother next to me and, 
man, he yeah. makes me he makes me better every day, and uh, I don't even think he gets enough credit for how good he is too, you know. And just it's just it's great, man. It's great when you you're, you're in a room every single day with all these guys, and they're all locked in, focused, and like wanting, you know, actually wanting to be great. Because, yeah, you know, you've been around, you, you see some guys that aren't fully committed sometimes and it can be no frustrating, doubt. you know, so it's always so encouraging. And I think that's why this year has been so joyful because, yeah, it may not be going exactly like we want it, but we're in there every day, man. Me and you see, you know, how bad this team really wants it. And, exactly. you know, and that, that for me, that's all you could ask for as a player, as a teammate. Yeah, so just like you were saying, I think we both have interesting perspectives on like how the season's going. But how hard is it like for as a defensive player to like be playing like your heart out and maybe like we're not like you know what I'm saying we're not capitalizing our end. Like how does it feel? You know, I think when you coach by someone like V, you mean you're trained to enjoy your back against the wall sometimes. You know, and I think yeah, the going gets rough sometimes, but we that's just how we like it, man. Like, you got a challenge, put it in front of us, good, man. We're excited. Let's go. You know, maybe something doesn't work out on one end, good, man. We got your back. We'll make it right. And we we, we keep prevailing, man. We keep prevailing. I agree, bro. I, and that's the thing. I can't wait. And I feel like it's it's coming soon, bro. I know it's coming soon because it's, it's, it's going to be due man. time to where we all, like, you know what I'm saying, the, the triple-braided core, like Coach Sweeney talks about, special teams, offense, and defense, we all put Synergy. together. And we Synergy's going. Yeah, bro. We've, we've, we've seen a lot. Like, we've seen national championships. We've seen, bro, we've been in the AC championship every 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 year of our career. We've been in the playoffs every year of our career. What particularly has this season taught you so far? Like, what has the adversity from this season taught you? You got to find joy no matter the situation. Like, I remember Rook, Rook asked me the other day, hey, what's your – what's your record right now? Like your overall record. And I was just kind of going through the years and like thinking about the ups and downs, really just a lot of ups. Right. <laughs> Cause right. Right. Have, For sure. <laughs> you know, a lot of ups and uh, I just, you got to appreciate every, everything it throws at you. The game throws at you. Cause it's not all sunshine is rainbows always, man. It, it, it's not sweet, man. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a tough game. So just finding joy in whatever the game throws at you. Cause it's going to be curved balls left and right. And uh, so I think with us though, having so much success, it, it's, it's going to help us or help us you know, with the young guys kind of get them through, you know, this, this Rocky road for, you know, in a second, we're about to, we're about to come out smooth sailing. I think real soon. No doubt, bro. What have you – has this season taught you anything about yourself particularly? Mm. Man, the word joy just keeps coming to mind. Like this this season sure. remind, reminds me how much I, I, like, love the game and how much – it doesn't matter to me. Like, yeah, the rankings, the titles, and the, the right. records, and the, you know, the trophy, all this, all this crap, really. But it's all about the journey. It's literally, like – yeah, we play come on, on Saturday. You know, hey, come on. I know. It, like, I didn't mean to quote your thing, you know, but like, yeah, Saturday's cool and all, but man, the best part of what we do is Monday through Friday. That's the best part of what right. we do. And, you know, just just being with the with the guys and, and just going through the process week in, week out. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. And it's special. You know, I, I had to go here. Um, and here's a question. I, I, feel like I already you, know where you're look, going. Look, 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 look. <laughs> if anybody is seasoned on this topic, it is, it is you, my bro. Um, like, 
you play ball. It's a physical sport. Like, let's go ahead and put that on the table. We like it's a physical game. That's why we all love it. That's why people watch it. It's literally modern day gladiator. It's barbaric. But then obviously it made rules to protect the game and which we like. Yeah, you know I'm saying we do like. Yeah. What is what is your official like ruling on the targeting stuff? Look, I I've seen the clips. I mean, I did it right. Like, I'm, I'm the one who who delivered the the two hits I've been ejected for. So, uh, I I, I just know that it, it's it's not it's there to protect them and and me. You know, um, and I mean, I agree. I agree with the calls they made. Man, I, it was targeting. It was targeting. You know, I put my head down and. When you when you're the one delivering the blow, you start to think about your own, you know, my my health, dude, like my longevity. Like I gotta be conscious of. They're, they're trying to protect me, and that's real, right? Do if you look around college football right now, I think there's some. They're, I think they're going a little overboard, and I yeah, they, they have like I agree with the what targeting is. I agree with like the, the textbook definition. What I don't agree with is how they're throwing dudes out of games for one mistake or what people don't realize how fast things happen out there, how fast people are moving, how fast things happen. People don't realize that. I think we consciously go like nosedive right. into somewhere. Like it's not like that at yeah. all. Like you're trying to make plays. You're trying to put your body up. You're trying to, you're trying to win. You're trying to go win yeah. and it's hard. And to throw, you know, players out of the game for just not even, maybe not even a mistake, but just, just, a bad situation there were no, no one's really winning with a hit. It's just, I think you're, you're really hurting the product on the field and I, they got to review it, man. They got to change the rule. You know, it's get a better college football. You need to, it needs to move to more like NBA flavor one, flavor one, two, or, or how they're doing in the league right now. We've soaked up college football as much as you can get. I feel like we both got a PhD in college football. What will you miss most about Clemson when you leave? Mm. You're talking about like the city as a whole, or you be talking about like all right, like let's go. Um, are we getting into the position? Let's go because there's different aspects. All right, I'll, I'll get. We'll break it down. Okay, what will you miss most about the football facility? We'll start here. All right, there's two things for me: the food for sure. People don't realize how good we got it, bro. You, you you're the you're the third person to come on the show and say that. Dude, the food they got's unbelievable. And then again, earlier today, I was joking with Danny Poole. I was in there, like, I was getting something, something for like a little cut I have. I was like, yeah. Danny, I'm going to be in the real world in like a couple months. And man, like, I'm going to be calling you if I need something. Because I don't know. <laughs> I like, we get an MRI in like 12 hours. Like, right. You got to wait like a month to get an MRI of something. You know what I mean? So I think like exactly. just the resources you have so closely and readily available and the food for sure. All right. So that's the football facility. What will you miss most about like Clemson University? Think like you can take that wherever you like the football games. What do you, what will you miss most about Clemson? Ah, uh, man, game days are pretty special. Uh, you know, like going through a Tiger Walk and just seeing all the support and appreciation, and then that stadium, man, is unbelievable. Uh, so, man, I think I'll I'll miss I'll I'll miss playing in Death Valley probably the most, like because. It really is a special, special place. And, you know, it all is going by so fast, but I've really found myself really standing there looking around before and during games this year, like just really trying to soak it all in. So uh, six year, this will be a six year at Clemson. You played a lot of big games. We've been a part of a special run. Um, 
people view as one of our captains uh, throughout the past couple of years, the leader in our team. Like, what is Jamie Skowski most excited about leaving behind at Clemson? I mean, just someone who, who did everything they could to do it the right way. Uh, man, I want, I want, you know, backers, you know, down the road to, to, to look at, you know, the kind of work I put in and prep I put in and, you know, play I've had on the field and, and want to emulate that. And so, and I just want to, I want to leave you know, the guys with, with, you know, an example, like a, a blueprint to how to be great or and how to get the best out of yourself, I should say. So that's the main thing I wanted to do. just leave a blue, blueprint of, of how to be the best version of yourself. I guess at least this is the last question. What's your mindset for the rest of the season to finish out your last year, sixth year, see what happens. What's your mindset for the rest of the season? And I've said it probably three times already, but no matter what happens, we lose every game the rest of the way. We win every game. We go whatever happens. I want to just have so much joy in playing the game, you know, for myself and with you guys. Because man, right. we've been we've been doing this for six years together, dude. It'd be a shame if if we didn't enjoy every second we had left. So just loving everything about you know what's to come and embracing it. Because what does Coach Sweeney say all the time? All things work together for the good. Romans eight twenty eight. We'll give a little shout out. No, nah, seriously. I'm same way, bro. Uh, we're going. It's going to be a special ending. Like I, I, I know it's it's only right. Uh, either way, I'm I'm excited to. Bro, it's been a good journey. Like I can. If we don't get another win, bro, we literally got. I got my ring sitting over here to the left of me. But we got more than enough to show for our college career. So I just want to end on end on a good note. End it with my brothers, place I love, with the people I love. So, bro, appreciate you for coming on the show, the Players Club, the first defensive guest ever. <laughs> Uh, and more to follow but Jamie appreciate you bro no problem man it's been fun yeah appreciate my guy Jamie Skowski for coming on to the Players Club looking forward to finishing our super senior year with him in a strong way starting this week at Syracuse alright folks it's now time for one of my favorite parts of the show the Q&A portion where you guys send in questions and I'm able to answer them and like always you guys have been sending in some great questions so let's get to them alright first question coming in from Los Angeles uh, Maleka says is there an order of who runs down the hill? And great question. Uh, and there actually is an order. So obviously the head man, Coach Swinney, goes off first. And so it all starts. Everything you see on game day is so strategic. Like every little nuance to game day, there's somebody in control of everything. But as far as the run down the hill goes, how we get to the hill from the locker rooms, we get on, we get on these buses, like the ch these charter buses. And so the seniors get on last because the seniors are the ones who run down the hill first. They're, they're the ones you see, we, we're up there swinging and rocking and we, we run down the hill first. And so everybody gets on these buses and the seniors will get on last and we get on the first bus. And so whenever we pull around to the hill, we're the last one, like so we're the last ones like to get on the bus. So we're the first ones to get off the bus. And so like the, the charter bus, we get up there, we park in front of the, all the fans, we run off and obviously we get, we get first dip. So the seniors get up there on the front line and from there, it's kind of like a free-for-all kind of fight. You see some guys, some guys don't really care where they're positioned in the order, but some guys always seem to kind of maneuver their way uh, to the front of the line. I don't know, I'm kind of one of those guys, I didn't really care. Like, I don't know, I'm, I know I'm going to get my little moment to shine, touch the rock, and do something to the sky, and try to find my people in the crowd. So I don't really care about running down that first, but there's some guys who like are adamant, like, I got to get towards the front of the line. Uh, but as a senior now, I do like being towards the top of the hill because it's cool to be like the first layer of a guy's rocking. You kind of 
can see everybody the suspensive wait for the cannon to fire and for, for everybody to run down the hill first and so yeah so seniors first and, and then it's like whoever gets up the bus first after that like it, it ain't really no order there's like some, there's respect for the seniors to get on to get to the front and then after that you just get in where you fit in all right next question is my man sean from tacoa georgia he says what is the most important lesson the events of last year taught you and just recapping uh he's talking about summer of 2020 uh the height of like all the racial injustice as far as like our this my generation has ever seen uh and so i think we all can recount like the george floyd uh death and everything that came along with that and it's all the this heightened sense of everything that like that was going on that summer um is during a pandemic and i feel like it was one of those times where it's one of the few times in like i feel like an american my american history at least uh where people couldn't look away from everything that was going on because there's nothing to, to distract us from there's no sports there was no concerts no nothing we were in a pandemic and i think it was one of those things that people really had they couldn't ignore even if they tried uh, because it was like so blaring is what was going on uh things that i think issues that have been long overdue but finally heard and finally put into the public space like never before and just recapping my experience was like anybody i was frustrated and uh confused and battling through like what do i believe what do, what do i what is the right thing to do next like how do i help myself navigate through this how do i help my friends my family teammates navigate through this and so one of one of the things that we were able to do along like with some of my friends on the team we were able to host like a peaceful demonstration here at clemson um and it was really cool because i live in i go to school in deep south i'm from the deep south and and this is one of the areas where i feel like a lot of this these ideologies were birthed as far as like african-americans black people not being viewed as equal or getting treated unfairly um and so even though there's, there's so much progress has been made a lot of those those hints of racism are still embedded deep into the place that i live and so for us to do something like that in clemson i think it was really special and for everybody in the entire clemson community to kind of come together especially at the clemson university side just like all the sports all the administration our president our mayor uh law enforcement to come together for, for a moment like that during such a, a critical time for so many people to that were looking for anything and everything to just figure out how do you navigate through this space like what is what am i supposed to do and so for me and my friends to kind of host something put together something that i feel like was beneficial in that time uh and it provided people hope inspiration and just a time to feel understood and heard so it was a day i'll never forget like i think that's it goes into i won national championships i've had big plays uh been put on scholarship that would definitely be a top five moment in my clemson program career no, without a doubt the biggest lesson i learned from all that is that like deep within my core like in my spirit i really feel like i had a responsibility as a human being to do something right and to do something to make this place better and brighter and so and obviously i think with a platform you do have more more like responsibility to to people because you have a lot of eyes on you but i think just as a human being that's what i've always encouraged people is i think a lot of times doing the right thing or standing up for what you believe in or trying to make a difference and influence the people around you kind of gets put on the people that have like a bigger following or like influence whatever that means but i really think every human being uh has a responsibility to make like this world a better place and to make things around you better and so for me that was the biggest lesson i learned is like uh, like we all have a responsibility and at the end of the day like the way history record is like it'll be the a series you know what i'm saying it'll be recorded of how we acted and responded to the things that were, that were going on around us and so hopefully i want to be on the right side of history so i would say that and then you never know how much like your active obedience can be used 
um, to help people out. Like I had no idea that like moment would have so many ripple effects for years to come. Like I'm st- it's, it's been a year and a half since that happened and people still come to me to this day, like from at the games or out in Clemson, like alumni or people like board trustee members, people like, like very affluent people or even people just like younger kids coming to me and like, hey, I was, I was there or I saw that. And like, man, I really, it really impacted my life. And for me, I was just trying to do what I felt like was right in my heart. And I had no idea that like it could be used for so much good. But on that same note, the reason I say we all have a responsibility because there's a quote that I that like really helped me during this time and I love it so much. It says, it is not the one person, the one thing that'll make the difference, but it's all the people and all the things that'll make the difference. I mean, that's where like my thought process comes from. It's like, it's not just the people that are on TV or people that have uniforms that'll make the difference. It's like, it's everybody, whatever you do, wherever you are, like you have an opportunity to make a difference. And that's what's really going make the change and it's making change and it has made changes everybody doing that part uh to make it better and then i would just say like you never know uh, how much like the things in your heart could can impact the world around you last question you guys uh my man cooper from greenville south carolina shout out to the 864 he says what made you want to start the podcast yeah so i am a football player but i'm also a college student who just like anybody is trying to figure out what am I going to do with the rest of my life? <laughs> and so that's kind of a golden question for me right now. It's like, so Wrench, what are you going to do after football? Like, what are you thinking about doing once you graduate in December? Uh, and, and it's like, this is kind of me experimenting with that. But I've been really inspired by people like um, Kirk Herbstreet, Marty Smith, uh, Maria Taylor, like Tim Tebow. And I think about other guys like Brandon Marshall, just people that have like really done well in the media space. And I would be doing this if I didn't love to talk. And so I, I've always like, feel like I've had a voice and love to talk and people actually don't mind listening to me, uh, tell stories or, or do whatever. And so I feel like it was kind of one of those things like, all right, well, I think could this be a future potential career of mine to get in front of a camera and talk sports and do broadcasting and all this stuff. So really just to, to get my reps in, like anything, I feel like you get better as you go and you don't know how hard it is until you try it. And also you don't know how good you could be it until you try it. So really, this is me experimenting. So y'all are seeing it full fledged, like me experimenting with one of my dreams or uh, one of my potential things I want to do in my life. And so I'm liking it so far. And you know what? The podcast is growing. Uh, you guys subscribing. If you haven't subscribed yet, subscribe. Uh, you guys are following everything. If you haven't followed yet, hey, follow along. I think it's, I think it's a good thing we got growing here. I really feel good about it. Uh, I'm loving the guests that are coming on. I, like I, I love it like I, I, I'm really excited about it um, support the dream come on like why not you're watching you must think it's halfway decent and here's the good news it's, it's gonna get bigger and better as we go so come along for the journey subscribe like comment share these things hopefully you're enjoying them which I feel like you are if you watched up until this point so yeah guys that has been episode 7 um, like I said I want to thank my guy Jamie Skoski for coming on uh, the quarterback of our defense living legend at Clemson uh can't wait to finish this the season out our careers out together and then yeah next week we'll get to how me Jamie and the team did this weekend going to Syracuse uh looking forward to another big division game in ACC um, like always guys hey follow along with the pod like subscribe follow comment all of the above and we're on the road like I said last week to a thousand subscribers on YouTube so if you haven't subscribed make it happen we're almost to 500 so get us over the hump get us to a thousand subscribers follow along on every platform we're everywhere uh yeah it's been episode seven can't believe seven episodes are down 
but you guys keep following along we'll keep getting bigger and better thank you guys for tuning in we'll see you guys next week